0: Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, we've got spring sports going, which we talked a little bit about last week, and we've got lots of exciting news in WCS Athletics we need to talk about today.
1: Lots of exciting news. The great thing about spring, we talked about it last week with the sports, uh, the great thing is there's so much going on, the bad thing is there's so much going on, and, Kind of the same thing. There's there's some events coming up, man. They're rapid fire. They're all great. They're all huge. But, I mean, it's bam, bam, bam. So, yeah, we got a lot to talk about, and it's going to be a fun April and May.
0: And it's really, honestly, hard to get it all in because there's is. so much that happens every week.
1: Yeah, if you're looking for something to do, it's not hard to find it. It's really not. <laughs> Just pick one of the nine schools and go to them. Something that we... Oh, Hope you and the Jones family had a happy Easter. Well, we, we, did. we did. How about the Matthews? It was great. Oh, how did the pickleball go? Uh, pickleball did not take place. The coach is struggling with a back injury, uh, but there were very, there were some very uh, spirited games of cornhole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything that we can mention on air, or just maybe I'll just say just spirit. Uh,
1: Jenna Matthews and. Yours truly took home the title in Cornhole.
0: So. and who was uh, the coach's partner? Uh, Jackson. I knew it. I knew it.
1: Which is pretty embarrassing, really, that they little sister beat him. But now,
0: I don't know if I should say this on <laughs> on you know the the longest running show on WCTV because I'm putting it out there for people to hear. I, I think the coach might be partial to, Jax, to Jackson. To Jack. They're pretty tight.
1: It's okay. I'm partial to Jenna. <laughs> Make no bones about it. And then Big Brother's on his own. No, I love him. I just like Jenna. I better. bet mom. I bet she's. Oh, yeah, they're tight. Okay. It's funny, right? The, you, you have ch- kids. You, you hear it. Everything, everything your parents tell you growing up, you're like, well, whatever. And then, like, are all of them not true? You know. But anyways, you love them the same, but you love them differently. I know that's true in our house.
0: And the different part. Is where it's not the same.
1: <laughs> that's great. I mean they're they're because they're different. I mean <laughs> so anyways. Well that's why. Life glad. lessons, Coach For, Joins and
0: <laughs> maybe
1: that's and a sock new, jock guy. maybe that's a new segment. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Deep <laughs> Thoughts by
0: Jack Handy. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> hey, listen, let's talk about Jamal Stewart. Yeah. We haven't mentioned that on the show. Coach Stewart, the new football coach at Centennial High School. Uh, we appreciate Coach Kreisky and what he did for that program. He's now with the enemy. So, Coach Kreisky, Kreisky if you're watching, uh, we hope you lose every game to the WCS teams. You know who he opens with? The Brentwood Bruins. You'll be 0-1. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that pick him. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm going to tell you right now, so it won't be a secret, I'm picking Brentwood. Uh, <laughs> well, I think
1: everybody knows that,
0: even our friends in Gallatin. <laughs> Coach Stewart, who did a great job. At East Nashville, a couple of runner-up finishes uh, for the football program there. uh, Has a history at Hillsboro High, helping out there. Uh, I know you've got a relationship with Coach Stewart, been servicing that account there for a little bit. Um, He's impressive. He's really impressive.
1: He's very impressive, and he's he's grown up the right way. Uh, I actually first got to know him when he was at Overton. He was an assistant at Overton with the Bobcats. And then went over to Hillsboro and spent time uh, – he spent time with Coach Williams at uh, Overton and then Coach Fitzgerald at Hillsboro. And, you know, we've talked about this sometimes, you know, and, and in basketball, you know, uh, sometimes these younger coaches, it's I, I want to be a head coach right away or I want to be a coordinator. Right? You know what I'm saying? And you're not even really ready. He, he worked his way up, was around some good people, and, um, and then took over that East Nashville job. And what he did there is just uh, – really remarkable. Seriously. I mean, they didn't, they didn't even have a one. They didn't, when they started off, they didn't have a stadium. Then they get a stadium. They don't have a practice field. You know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of hurdles there that uh, make it hard to build a a, 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 state championship caliber football team. And that's exactly what he did back to back three, a state championship games. And you know, he's not in the, which none of us are right. We're not in the participation trophy, Market, but both of those runner-ups were to Alcoa. Uh, They're not, they don't play by the same set of rules. They just don't. It's not an excuse. They don't. Uh, So uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of really good teams that moved out of 3A and went up to 4A. And the only reason they did that, they didn't want to travel to Marshall County and Tullahoma and Montgomery Central for region games. They wanted to get away from Alcoa. East Nashville went head-to-head with them and... uh, Uh, He did a fantastic job building that program. Uh, uh, Players coach, they love him, play hard for him. Um, It it was a great hire. And I think, I think we can say this, but I, I think Dr. Dyson deserves, I mean, just two thumbs up. He identified who he wanted. I think, you know, he went through the interview process, made sure, but I think early on he knew he was very interested in Jamal. Early on he decided that that's who he wanted and he went and got him and you know, I think it's a great hire for Centennial, for WCS. Uh, very excited about it. And I do know this, too. There's been several. I think the staff that he's building is really good. They're, they're having opportunities other places, and they're turning them down because they want to come be a part of this, from what I understand. So,
0: very exciting. The athletic director and boys basketball coach, Jeremy Moore, want to give him a shout-out, too. He, he he wanted this. He knew this was best for Centennial football and more importantly, he knew it was best for the school. No doubt about it. Of and the applicants that they had.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of the seen and the unseen. That's an unseen part. Uh Jeremy Moore, uh, we we I've always said this about Chad Kirby, you know. Coach Kirby's the baseball coach. He loves that program. But he knows he he believes that football has to be strong and he's willing to do He's willing to make decisions as the athletic director that sometimes the baseball coach might not make, right? And uh, Coach Moore is just like that. Coach Moore knows the best thing for that boys' basketball program is to have a strong football program. You're right, he was a big part. And, and uh, uh, Coach Greg Glass, uh, he was part of that uh, hiring process as well. So, yeah, I think it was great. I think it was a win-win, and I think it's going to be very exciting. I just can't wait. You know, Coach Stewart's a, a quarter zip. Flat bill guy, I can't wait to see him in a Columbia short sleeve <laughs> quarter zip.
0: I want to see a matchup with him and Coach Hester because they got the, they both wear the quarter zips. Yeah. Now, not the flat bill, but the visor, very prominent. Flat bill versus visor. That'd be fun. And, and they're friends. They're they're friends. They, that, they are.
1: They coached in the All Star All Star game together and got really tight. So, and I think I think uh, you know one cool thing you. That we talk about, I, I think our Williamson County coaches, for the most part, more than anywhere else that I know of, get along, and and I think Will kind of deserves a little bit of an assist on this hire too. I think he was uh, a sounding board for Coach Stewart and very encouraging um, uh, towards him taking the
0: job. Listen, Miss Hester, I know you're watching. Before <laughs> we give Coach Hester too much credit, though, remember Ravenwood, 6A, Centennial. Five-A. Five-A. <laughs> <So, hey, laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. See? So, I'm a coach. <laughs> good point. No, he did, though. Coach Hester did. Coach Hester's one of those guys, and, and I think he also understands when the district is strong, that's a good thing, too. 100%. So, I
1: think Look that's a Look
0: at the SEC. That. That's right.
1: They brought in Oklahoma and Texas. Right. They didn't bring in <laughs> Wake Forest and...
0: Bowling Green, Ohio. I'm sure uh, as a Kentucky fan, I got a little nervous about that. But, hey, it'll make them better.
1: That's right.
0: It'll make them better.
1: You got the right guy.
0: Hey, some other news. Uh, I know we've talked about this, but we've got some more specifics here. Barbara Campbell, former volleyball coach at Brentwood High School, she's going to be inducted in the National High School Hall of Fame. The National High School Hall of Fame. Now, a couple things. She's the 14th person from Tennessee and the 7th coach since that started in 1982. And when you look at the people that are in it from Tennessee, Steve Steve Spurrier being one, uh, so she's in that company and she deserves it. Eight uh, state titles straight, eight straight, 16 total, 1,765 wins. Those both lead, all those numbers lead the state of Tennessee. In fact, and I don't have this in front of me, when she retired, she was like top three or four in wins ever. in volleyball nationally, TSSAA Hall of Fame in 2018. So shout-out to Coach Campbell. Love Coach Campbell, uh, what she did in that program. And she's still not in a way that is intimidating. You'll you'll look up in a big-time match for Brentwood, and she's up there in the crowd rooting on the team. She's still excited about it. I mean, you can tell she wants it to continue.
1: No doubt about it. I mean, that's her... That's her baby, man, and um, she loves it and wants it to succeed. And that doesn't surprise me either. You know, uh, one thing that she did, all those wins, um, a lot of times when you win that many games, your opposing coaches, are, uh, they don't like you. I never heard a, I never heard another volleyball coach say anything bad about Coach Gamble, and uh, she was kicking their tails for <laughs> 30 years, 30-plus 30 years, you know. I, I, I thought – when Coach Flatt got out uh, at Brentwood Academy, I didn't think anybody would break his record. Well, boy, I was wrong on that one. Gary Rankin has, has shattered that record. Um, and I, you know, so I, I, I thought I learned my lesson of don't say we'll never be broken, right? But I just don't, I, the state championships maybe because of the, all the divisions, but 1,765 wins, I don't know that this one's going to be broken. And how about eight? You're going to have to coach 30 plus years to do that. Eight straight. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm not willing to go out on that one again because we've got the D2A right uh, Mural league
0: where you could win. Right. <laughs> Who's in uh, the finals of that one? Too. Give me, give me what my. Well, <laughs> give me a nickname final. You don't have to tell me the schools, but give me. Well, it's usually uh, okay.
1: I got one. It's usually uh, it, it's usually good pasture. Who's good? But it's usually good pass reverse, the Akoe River dump, <laughs> all right? Like, that just doesn't get me revved up. So there's a chance on that. But the 1765, I just don't see that one happening because you're going to have to win, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to coach 30-plus years and, and win most of your games every year to do it.
0: Well, I, when I saw that number, and I know volleyball is different. When you, when you do well, you play, what, 45, 50 matches? right. So I coached a sport where you typically, if you do well, you play 35 games. I was a head coach for 19 years and didn't coach him half of that many. Right. right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, Yeah, I just don't see it happening. It's, it's unbelievable. It's really
1: unbelievable. That's awesome. And then, you know, for her to, she's going to be in the same conversation as Steve Spurrier, that's pretty strong.
0: It's very strong. Uh, Wilco Awards. Let's go. Our annual, uh, this this is the ninth annual, by the way, the ninth annual Wilco Awards, June 20th at the factory at Franklin, red carpet show at 5, uh, awards at 7 o'clock, and like you talked about before you know it, we're going to be talking about finalists and yeah. working on that right now. The Golden Ticket Tour. The Golden Ticket Tour. They love it, don't they? Uh, people get excited to get that Golden Ticket. Yeah, they should. They, they do. It means something to them when they get that. Uh, right. People still mention, "Hey, I'm it's a Wilco finalist." Or I wasn't a Wilco. When they start mentioning they weren't a finalist. I try to. I'll be back in a minute.
1: <laughs> try to. Sorry, I got to take for. <laughs> uh
0: At the factory. At the factory. DP helping us out. Coming down there. through as always. You pulling du- double duty again this year, right? And, and of course. And listen, the, and get some new twists that we're going to have for the show that we want to keep kind of a secret for now. About the actual Wilco show? Uh, in particular, starting yeah. with the red carpet. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But we're not
1: revealing that yet. No. I will say this to those who have not been, um, you should be coming anyways. But there are some uh, renovations and some additions that are taking place Incredible. at the factory that will be ready come June 20th. I promise you. Before, maybe, maybe you could say, well, you know, it's a long event. and There's... You really get there and there's not a whole lot, you, trust me, you're going to want to come.
0: Lots of restaurants.
1: Restaurants being added,
0: yeah. It's going to be crap. nice. I, I think uh, we're going to see a difference this year. You fast forward another year and it's really going to be incredible down there. Correct. Uh, I mean, I really like what they're doing down there uh, at the factory. And the last announcement, and certainly not the least, <laughs> uh, working on this for a few years too, the Wilco Workout. Yep. We're dubbing it The Workout. Uh, April, Why? April, because it's The One. That's right. April 29th at Centennial High School. It's 9 until noon. The public is welcome to come out. You can't be hanging out on the track, though. Uh, we're looking at our top football prospects, up to 10 per school. So that's 90 total from the nine WCS schools. And they're showcasing their talents for all levels of college coaches. So it's a combine. we got to be... Of NCAA approval. We couldn't call it combine, but it's combine-like. We'll be doing, we'll be getting their uh, some measurements, their height. Uh, where they'll run the forty. They'll do the broad jump, but then they'll do some uh, matchups like the quarterbacks, wide receivers, uh, and running backs. We'll all do some things together. The O line, D line, will do some things together. The DBs and linebackers. There'll be some things for them as well. Uh, but it's going to be an opportunity. And I said, go back to this all levels. So. What you see out there, if we got parents out there, we want to educate. This, it's an educational kind of show, too. Yeah. What happens a lot of times when somebody goes to a combine and they pay for it, which I'm not judging it, but that's right. what happens. Let me tell you who can't be there, the FBS coaches. They can't do it because of NCAA uh, rules that go along with that. So you're not going to see any of the Power 5 schools. You're going to see some Power 5 schools at this particular event. So I am more than pumped up about it. And it's the workout, because trust me, it's the only one where this is happening in Tennessee.
1: It's the only one that's happening in Tennessee. It's, and you're right, it's, uh, there's gonna be power five. We're talking, not group of five, we're talking power five schools there. Uh, That is a huge, huge win for the district, for these young men. Uh, It's it's very cool. and, and, and the thing I love about it is uh, our coaches are going to be working it. The head coaches are going to be there helping right. run it, be there to talk about these young people. The assistant coaches will be running drills. And I love that too, man. Those guys, will they're, they're, those juices will get flowing. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. So, uh, But, yeah, so much so. Think about this. A lot of what college recruiting has become now, highlight tapes, right? I don't mean it in a bad way, but it is what it is. It's a highlight tape. You can make, you can put lipstick on a pig, right? Okay, so uh, they, the college coaches don't so much like the highlight tapes as, as much. There's also so many prospects from all across the country, they can't possibly watch all the film. Well, they get a guy or they get a recommendation here, or the guy gets on their radar, gets on their board. Uh, well, okay, it says that, uh, it says that Adam joins is six-foot-two-and-a-half. Is he really six foot two and a half? And a big part of it is they want to stand, That's they right. want to see a guy face to face. You've got nine schools, up to or around 90 prospects that are going to be there, and, and there's going to be some things come out of this. Okay, uh, hey, hey, man, the kid's better looking than I thought. And then it starts evolving the recruiting process. So, uh, you know, I, I, if you were to put a price tag on this for these young people, Whatever you told me it is, I'd buy it. So and what is it's the, huge?
0: And what is the cost for them? Zero. Zero.
1: It's kind of like it's it's the same cost as uh, as that independent state championship teams loss column. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> They're going to be in the combine gear with the fresh logo. You were talking about the uh, we talked about this this weekend, but you were talking about how uh, the 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 golden ticket. That's something that these young people want. Uh, I would call it like a badge of honor. Being a part of the workout is a badge of honor. Getting the the Adidas
0: compression gear. Yeah. You got to earn it.
1: You got to earn it, man. And when you wear it, people will know, oh, you participated in that. That's right. It's going to be cool.
0: Well, and I appreciate Matthew's Team Sports and Adidas being a part of that. You're going to have us looking good as always. And then also, you'll have your Saturday show out there. We'll be on location.
1: Um, it's going to be fun, man. You'll be a part of it. Uh, Crager will be there. Pulliam will be there. Joe will be there. Have some coaches on. It's going to be fun, man. Come out and just stay in the stands, but come out and participate. Hopefully the weather will be nice. It'll be a a fun event to be around. I I think it'll be well attended.
0: I'm really looking forward to uh, in the next couple weeks when the logo reveals of who's coming, is going to come. And I'll just give you just a little taste of one. (laughs) We had a... uh, School out of Texas, that's a power five, that said, we'll be there.
1: That's unbelievable. That, seriously.
0: It's going to be cool.
1: That involves a plane trip.
0: It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, and let's, let's talk reality here. Th- those guys make their rounds. You know, you'll see the schools put out, hey, want to thank so-and-so for coming by and seeing us today. That's what they do. One, you might have someone that they're wanting, but you might eventually... Have, so they want to make those rounds. When they can go to one spot and visit nine head coaches legally, they're going to do it.
1: it, it it's, it's a no-brainer.
0: No-brainer. And appreciate Centennial High School for help. Ho- Coach Stewart, welcome to Williamson County, and y'all are hosting. The- All right. And we told you this, <laughs> oh, ho- it's a little bit bigger over here. It's a little different, a little different. Uh, Tate, uh, let's talk a little track and field. Uh, last week we had a little rain out. So the Hartman relays didn't quite finish up. Uh, But here's no surprise. Brentwood's boys and girls both won. And if you look at those team scores, Tate, Brentwood wins it. First place on the girls' side with 134 points. Second place had 112. Third had 84. On the boys' side, 139.5 won the event. Second was 83. So second place was 56 points behind. Brentwood, so they won those handily. Yeah, uh, they're they're cruising right along. Saw coach uh,
1: saw coach Brock the other day, and he's he's very excited about which he is every year. But he's very excited about both these teams. I, I, you know, barring injuries, uh, bus delay, I don't see any way the Lady Bruins don't win the state championship again in, in track. The boys, they're going to be right there in the conversation.
0: They've uh, got a shot.
1: I had a flashback of of the green and gold of Memphis Overton. Uh, I think I think Memphis Overton Brentwood uh, boys they're gonna have some they're gonna have some uh, something to say about the boys side. But yeah, they they just keep reloading and those two track and field programs are very impressive. There, there
0: were a couple of guys uh, running the hundred, Memphis Overton being one. They they look good in that compression gear. at the, Oh. They, I, I can assure you the college coach be making some notes about them.
1: Yeah, well, the, the the one, I can't remember his name now, the one that won it, he 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 didn't even play football. They were trying to get him to. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he's going to end up probably in the Olympics
0: one day. But yeah. It's incredible. Incredible. But, but hey, Brentwood, you're right, Brentwood, look out. What's the recipe for upsetting them? Oh, of course, your famous saying. Death by a thousand, a thousand cuts. cuts. Well, I was noticing that, too, as you look at the individuals, and I want to Shout out our teams. On the girls' side, uh, Nolensville 7th, Ravenwood 8th, Independence 11th, Franklin 13th. On the boys' side, Ravenwood 3rd, Nolensville 4th, Franklin 8th, Independence 12th. But you look at the individual winners. So uh, on the girls' side, you're right, a lot of Brentwood there. Oates, high jump, Brentwood. Long jump and 100 hurdles. Uh, Sophie Yount yep. uh, doing a good job there. 800, Leah Banavack. And then look at the relays, the four by two, four and eight, all Brentwood, Stagall, Claire Stagall from yep. Noonesville, sixteen hundred. But on the boys' side, you see a lot of schools represented in terms of wins, but the Brentwood team, yes, significantly ahead of second place.
1: Yep, without a doubt. Well, and and, and on both sides, uh, the, the, nobody does the relays like Brentwood High. They don't. They just don't. But and you mentioned uh, high jump, Daisy. Oatsvall. She's pretty good. She's really good, man. And you're going to keep hearing that name more and more. Um, You know, there's been so many track and field. There's been so many great field athletes to come out of Brentwood High. She's going to be another one. She's going to be a name they'll talk about uh, after she's gone. And then Donovan Starr just keeps on. Uh, I think he's going to win every high jump event that he's in uh, all the way up uh, to the state championship. Hopefully he can get it there. So, yeah, a little bit more parity on the boys side in the events but not in the overall team score.
0: Mason Green from Ravenwood uh, shot put, Brody Chapman Brentwood 3200, again relays, they win the 4x400, four 4x800. Four uh, Aiden Carter 110 hurdles for Brentwood, 300 hurdles, Morgan Lewis Nowinsville. and here's a guy we've been talking about a lot the past couple of years. Sterling Weldon. Yes. from Noensville. He wins the triple jump. And the 400. I That's a that. pretty good combo. Though. It is. And the 400 is a tough man or tough lady
1: event. You win the 400, you're a tough cat. Obviously, you can run, but you're a tough cat. Hey, you know, we were talking about like, uh, you ever seen The Blind Side? Remember remember when that movie was filmed and they're sitting there watching Michael do the Oklahoma drill and the assistant goes, ah, might as well go home, boys. Fulmer's here. You, you remember that part? That was when Fulmer was really yes. getting pretty much whoever he was. Yes, and uh, they were all, all the whole thing is were. Fulmer's here. We might as well all go home. Uh, wh- what do you think happens when uh, Claire Stigall shows up for the 1600 or the 3200? Do you think they all go? Oh gosh,
0: it's over.
1: Remember last year at the state, <laughs> yes. and we're like, I'm not kidding. Is she running a different event? I thought they all fit. I was like, did. <laughs> I thought some they like
0: they had a a pile up. I was like, there's no way she's that far ahead. They were just piled up in her dust because it was it was actually silly looking. it was significant <laughs>
1: yeah
0: i'm I'm pumped up, love the track and field. yeah
1: and, and, and the the Hartman relays you know had to mother nature didn't really help, but uh as always, they got it in and got did it a great in job
0: let's talk a little softball now this one. There's a reason for some of this too. Centennial in three innings, 18-0 over Franklin. Franklin was down to pitcher number three, which for those of you that may or may not know anything about softball, that's gonna be tough. Tough. Down to pitcher three, so that didn't work out great. The first six hitters reached base. They were up 12 nothing at the end of one. Uh, winning pitcher, Sidney Lord. How about the sister act there for Centennial? Uh, Alyssa Johnson, four RBI. This is Lauren Johnson, three for three. Two runs, couple runs uh, batted in. Uh, Franklin earlier in the week had defeated Overton 10-0. So, Coach Serban got that squad turning the corner the past couple of years. Uh, they've got to be the favorite to win that side. Them and Brentwood. Yeah. Obviously, Brentwood had the big 6 nothing win. So, those are the two teams Yes. on that side, it appears. Fantastic.
1: They're even in the conversation where they were a few years ago. So Barely had a program. Barely had a program. Amen. I mean, that's the truth. That's right. But he stayed with it. He's built it. And, uh, and he the, cares about it. He cares a bunch.
0: Uh, how about this pitching duel? Nolansville, 2-0 win over Brentwood. Now, this seems like fiction, but it's not. It's not. Rylan Smith from no 17 strikeouts. Uh, Marina Mason, 13. And it's actually a back-to-back week's softball joins Jim. Now, get this. This
1: is strong. I, I mean... I gotta you, give, you rarely disappoint. This is strong.
0: Well, i got to give some credit. Or it's either total BS, which <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I've got to give some credit to my man Pullion, too. <laughs> so, there were 209 pitches thrown in that game. Okay. 149 of them were strikes. That's 71%. 75 out of 107 uh, for Ryland. 74 out of 102 for Mar- Marina. So, you can tell by the number of pitches. They were efficient because they had similar number of pitches. Yeah you pretty much weren't getting on base and when you did well, well there were 30 strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> JC Bilbrey of Noensville drove in the first run in the 3rd inning but really outside of that and they scored again with a couple back-to-back singles later but it was it was hard to come by. When you have that kind of pitching, it's errors, it's a bloop single yeah. here or there, maybe a you got a slapper up there doing their thing. But it's, uh, that's a lot of fun when you watch pitching like that. I used to think that was boring watching that many strikeouts till you watch it up close and personal. It's intense. It's intense. I love it. And,
1: and here's the thing, man. When you have a pitcher like either one of those, you have a chance, man. Come tournament time, that's what's, that's what's uh, encouraging if you have one and scary when you face one. Uh, when you have a pitcher that's that good and is that on, they can beat anybody that day, you know, so – uh, that's pretty neat to watch those two build like that. But, yeah, you're right. If if you're a fan of runs and bats, this was not the game no. for you. But uh, you like pitcher duels,
0: that that's going to be tough to top. That's pretty fun. May get a chance to see one another, one another in the region tournament, I think too. we will. I think we will. Summit, speaking of a powerhouse lately, 7-1 win over Dixon County. Multiple hits in that game for Audrey Cathy, Ashlyn Easley, uh, Tarek Scheer, a triple in that particular game. Uh, Page lost a nine-inning game to Tullahoma 2-1, but I want to give a shout-out to the pitcher, Shelby Buffington. Twelve, 12 strikeouts K's. in that game. Uh, let's talk a little baseball tape as we're, as we're finishing up our time here today on Sports Connection. Franklin and Centennial, thanks uh, Overton and Hillsboro for making the league turn out this way. They split. Game three didn't count. Centennial wins 7 nothing at Franklin. Franklin wins 5-2 at Centennial. Ryan Sweeney, 10 strikeouts in that centennial win. Drew Whalen, 13 Ks for Franklin. And I love, every time I think about Drew. Ah, uh, bowling, <laughs> man, it's so awesome. Caleb Anderson. Is that your favorite multi-sport combination? It's, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. And Caleb Anderson, uh, Xavier Commit. Yeah. Three for three, couple runs driven in. Uh, how about that Nowensville brentwood game? I thought this was cool. So Vanderbilt, obviously big powerhouse. They've... McIlvain, Ethan McIlvain, committed to go there. Uh, they'll invite teams down to play.
1: I think it's very smart.
0: Final score: eleven nothing. Not 11 eleven, eleven nothing. So that's what's well, got a pretty good program.
1: I don't think people are talking enough, and that's probably how Coach Hudson likes it. I don't think people are talking enough about Nolesville.
0: Five straight wins
1: uh, against quality opponents. Very, we're not. We're not playing the the sun drop sundry dump and and getting wins. You know what I'm saying? These are against quality programs. 11 Ks, two hitters. uh, Through a two hitter, he had two hits, excuse me, including a two run single. He had 12 Ks against Columbia. Uh, You know, he had, what was it, 15, 16 uh, the game before that. Uh, He is on fire.
0: Well, listen, I don't want to make anybody in the district mad. But when you think about the Wilcos, it's kind of hard to – against him I, because he, he's a dominant pitcher and he bats yeah sometimes they don't they're like ah he's just gonna he's he's just gonna pitch no he he drove in two runs yeah he had two hits and he drove in two runs and he gave up two hits with 11 strikeouts he's 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 a real every player.
1: time he steps on the field most of the time to every time he's the best pitcher and then he, he there's an argument he's the best hitter so yeah that's that's tough to be you talk about the, the split i hate it too uh, Franklin Centennial, I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to say it. I always heard my father say, That's kind, a tie is kind of like kissing your sister. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to know how Coach Whitby and Coach Boffman, they got to be mad about
0: that. Well, and I'll say this I apologize to the viewers. Uh, I don't know what happened in game three because it didn't matter anyway. That's right. I mean, it's. Now you look at the another example. This was kind of a surprise. It shows you how deep yes the county is. Ravenwood. Wins a series over Indy. Indy's been kind of the talk of the of the state, really. Yeah, ranked number one in the um, TBCA poll. At Ravenwood, Ravenwood wins 3-2, game one. At Indy, Ravenwood wins 5-4. Luke Houston with a diving catch to secure the win. Uh, he also went two for four at the plate, had an RBI. Game three, which didn't matter. It does matter because total wins, but Independence comes back and wins 12-0. But a lot of people were surprised, including yours truly, that Ravenwood won. I know Ravenwood's good, and they've got a really good program. I didn't think they'd win that series.
1: Well, I don't – yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at it, nothing would tell you that they would. And and I don't know for sure, but my guess is that game one win was probably versus Cleaver. Uh, I mean, Independence Correct. probably through Cleaver. That's uh, right. That doesn't happen much. But I've always thought that about Ravenwood's baseball team. I don't ever remember when they were like – you know, they've had some, but but usually they're kind of – You know, above 500, I don't remember them being like runaway leader with victories in the regular season, but I'm telling you, man, they're scrapped, they're tough, like they are in football. It's where the nickname came from. They wear you out come tournament time, man. They're going to spoil somebody's
0: plans. It's where our man, Teddy C, got his nickname. Mr. May. Because when it mattered, they're just doing their thing, yeah. trying to figure out who they are, giving people opportunities on the team. We're going to try in some spots. and But when it matters, Mr. Mabes, his time. Right. Now it's Mr. September. That's right. Not October. because Although in Major League Baseball, now it's November. Don't they finish up the World Series in November? <laughs> Mike, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> Flag football, tape, no games this past week. Took off for Easter, but uh, we'll be back in action this coming week, week three. Is, is, is Franklin sitting number one at the top of the AP they're, poll? They're, they're sitting number one at four and oh. Uh, who I'd be nervous about is, is Ravenwood because last year they were six and two, people forget this, and they dominated that tournament. And the tournament this year is at Ravenwood. Ravenwood. Doing it on campus this year, the Titans are redoing their field, so. You know who okay. I'd be worried about? You didn't ask. No. Independence. Oh.
1: I'm getting reports that Miss Brown, kind of kind of like last year, Raven. Oh. Uh, she's pretty intimidating out there. So, she make
0: plays. So this was kind of funny, and not that he was making excuse, but Coach Forte of India, he was reporting the scores, and he said, uh, yeah, we had the prom Saturday. He said, so prom kind of won out. So I'm not making excuses, but it kind of won out. <laughs> <It> happens. <laughs> So, yeah, they stay up too late and all that stuff. But, I get uh, it. Glad they were safe. Yes. That's the main thing. I can't wait for the tournament. Looking forward to it. Tate, as always, appreciate you being here. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.